Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Wow, what a game. I mean, what a game. The Kings stole this game. There's no other way to say it. They absolutely stole the game. I mean, they gave up 40 points in the first quarter, 35 in the second quarter, and they stole the game. Plain and simple. Sabonis was great. So much for the thumb. Fox, Monk, excellent. And the Kings win at 127 to 126. We welcome you to the post-game show here on YouTube. But they stole the game. And forgive me if I'm not super excited with what I saw from Sacramento tonight. They got some issues. You know, Denver's without two starters. And you have to just absolutely steal the game at the end. You know, a win is a win. And that's a big win. Don't get me wrong. But thank goodness for Sabonis. 31 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists. Fox with 31, Monk with 33, and uh, Sacramento gets the win, 127 to 126. Glad to have you with us right here on the stream. Uh, We take your messages, light the beam, absolutely. A lot of people excited. it It was a hell of a win. But I'm looking at the big picture. I'm looking at the big picture here. The big picture is this team's got a long way to go to be good. And by good, I mean like really good. Okay? Let's just be realistic about this. Let's be realistic. Okay? You're going to be excited with the win. But, I mean, wow. You know, you're taking on a Denver team without Jamal Murray and Aaron Gordon, and you allow that team to score 75 points in the first half, 30 in the third, and a team that was playing their third game in four nights. You barely beat by a point, 127 to 126. And I disagree with you. No, that's not all that matters. You're wrong. You can't look at an NBA season on a game-to-game basis. You're wrong. It's not all that matters, okay? How you play the game matters because you're not going to win a lot of games playing the way the Kings played tonight. You're just not. You're just not. Is it a big win? Yes, it is a big win. But it's not a win is all that matters. I disagree with you. All right? I disagree with you. And here's the deal, Matt. And if you don't like what I have to say, it's very simple. You just hit the off button. Very simple. It'll take you about one second. It's not hard to do. All right? I I wasn't impressed with the Kings tonight. I'm sorry. 
I'm, I'm just not. You know, I'm I'm impressed with how they closed the game. Okay, that's what I'm impressed with. But I'm not impressed with their body of work tonight, with a team that was playing their third games in four nights, without two starters and without one of those starters being Jamal Murray. Okay, this this team is a lot better than they've been in the past. But they got a long way to go. And I'm t- I don't want to hear about Mike Brown and the defense anymore, okay? Yeah, you're going to be damn happy with the win, okay? But would we please look at the big picture? Look at the big picture. All right, great to have you here on the stream. We take your messages. And uh, it's so uh, it's always great when we can do a post game. We're brought to you by New Works Plumbing of Sacramento, locally owned for over 20 years. New Works has a fix for you for your plumbing needs and repairs. Just go to sacserviceplumbing.com. That's sacserviceplumbing.com. Uh, the Kings see Nikola Jokic go for 40 points, but it was not enough. 127 to 126 to Sacramento with a thrilling, thrilling thrilling finish at the end of the game. Fox tonight, 12 of 21, 13 assists, four turnovers, excellent game. Monk, 33 points, excellent game. Sabonis, 31 points, 10 rebounds, excellent game. You know, excellent game. Uh, You're right about Davion Mitchell, excellent defense. Excellent defense. All right, excellent defense. I don't agree with you on this text. Great experience for this team. No, this team already knows that they can score, and they already know that they can score with anybody. But their defense is terrible. All right? Their defense is awful. And I'm sorry I'm not that impressed with the win tonight. I've been a lot more impressed coming on this postgame show. Uh, I was much more impressed with the win at Toronto. Okay? I was much more impressed with how they won at Cleveland. I'm not that impressed with the game tonight. I'm impressed that they won. I'm I'm uh, very impressed with how they ended the game. But again, Denver's without two key players, Jamal Murray and Aaron Gordon, and they toyed with the Kings for three and a half quarters. And I think they ran out of gas, to be honest with you. Third game in four nights. And yeah, the win's a win, okay? The win is a win. No, I don't think like it's a good experience. I mean, it's not a bad experience, but you're over. You, Robert, you're putting way too much emphasis on this. Okay, you take you, you played a team without two starters, including their second best player in Jamal Murray. All right, so yeah, you're going to take the win. You're going to be happy. But I'm looking at the big picture. I, I've always told Kings fans this: don't look at individual games. Look at five game increments. Look at five game increments. That's how I judge this season. And tonight was what? Their 33rd game? So you look at their last three games, because I look in five-game increments. Lost to Washington, a loss last night, and a win tonight with a game coming up against the Jazz to close out the calendar year. So it's all good. You take the win, you're happy, but I'm looking at the big picture. And the big picture is this type of performance tonight is not going to get it done. Over the long haul. All right, Ryan in Sacktown is back. He was at the game tonight. Rhino, how are you, buddy? Can you hear me? All right, we'll get back to Rhino in a minute. I don't think he can hear me. Looks like he's uh, staring 
gazing into the stars. Um, you know, as far as what Monk did or did not do, Monk had a great game. You know, maybe, maybe not. You know, the Kings have gotten screwed a lot this year, so I'm not going to even talk about that. Hello, Brisbane, Australia. What's up, mate? Good to have you there. Very good. Very good. All right. Sacramento, 127. Denver, 126. And we're talking about it right here. What improvement needs to be made? Very simple. Defense. Defense, defense, and defense. All right, let's see if we can bring in Rhino here back from the game. How are you, buddy? Can you hear me? You got me? All right. I don't know what's going on. All right. Yeah. Uh, Sabonis tonight, we were we were wondering about him. We were wondering whether or not he was going to be affected by the thumb. It didn't look like that. 31 points, 10 rebounds, five assists, and, I mean, incredible. Absolutely incredible. You know what, Anita? I'll tell you where the Kings would be. They would have lost by 30 points tonight or more. Okay? That's it. Dorian chimes in, if the Kings can beat the Jazz, I'm happy with this homestand. I would agree with you. I would agree. If they can beat the Jazz, I would be. I would say, you know what? They dodged a big-time storm. And the Jazz lost tonight to the Warriors, 112 to 107. I totally agree with you, Dorian. You're spot on with that. You're spot on. But Sabonis, I mean, how good is he? He is so freaking good. Can you imagine... This team having to go a long stretch without Sabonis, I mean, that would be a disaster, right? Wow. Incredible. No, they don't have to win in Memphis and Utah, Carl. No, they don't. But they need to win Friday night or Saturday night, okay? Because they're going to have a really difficult time on the road. Again, what a thrilling finish. The Kings outscore the Nuggets. 33 to 21 in the fourth. All right. Keep the chat line coming. We'll uh, get to as many messages as we can. How about the start for this game tonight? Where was the sense of urgency tonight, Stan? They gave up 75 points in the first half. And I'm going to say something else because I've been very pro Murray, but maybe you got to make a change in the starting lineup. You can't be starting off games like you did tonight. And he, he only played 21 minutes. Again, he can't rebound. He was ineffective scoring. You need more consistency from that group. I wouldn't be surprised to see a change here in the near future. All right? Excellent job on the chat line, Adam. You're exactly right. His leadership has been incredible. Good job right there. All right, we'll try Ryan one more time for the hat trick. Buddy, can you hear me? You got me or not? You got me? Hello. Hello. All right. Not going to be able to get to him tonight. Hey, Grant, right. you Again, got me? 127 to 126. Sacramento. Incredible. Big split. All right? Big split. But I, I'm very concerned with how the Kings look tonight without two key players for Denver. All right? I'm not going to just say, well, gee, it was a great win. Yeah, okay, it, it, a win's a win, but I look at how the game was won. And 
I'm looking at the big picture. And I got to tell you, I'm still a little alarmed with the big picture. All right? Said that Ryan was talking on the stream. If he was, uh, I can't hear him. All right? So I, 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 I don't know what else to say. All right, that's part of the internet, right? Part of the internet. You said you hear Ryan, but I couldn't hear him. So I don't know what to tell you. All right? On my end, he's can't even see his mouth moving. Frank says he was delayed. All right, well, well, we'll just do the show solo, and we'll get to Ryan on the next post-game show. So, man, great question. I'm not sure, but I, I think you need I, – I just – might be better right now to have him come off the bench. You know, again, Mike Brown's been around the block a couple of times. So we'll see what happens. All right? Vietnam. Hello from Vietnam. We got Brisbane, Australia. We got Vietnam. It's what early afternoon in Vietnam. What is it about 1230 over there in the afternoon on Thursday? Probably enjoying beautiful weather. Good for you. Great to have you joining us from Vietnam. All right. Again, hit us up with the chat messages. Monk had a huge game. He did have a huge game. Absolutely. Did have a huge game. You do got to love NBA basketball. Not as much as NFL football. Did you see the ratings for the NFL games on Christmas Day head-to-head -head with the NBA games? I mean, it was like in the 20 millions to the low millions, like 3 million, 4 million, 5 million for the NBA. And all in the 20s for three bad NFL games. Yes, Dorian, we go around the world. Where else are you from? And do not, Dorian, forget about Eduardo in Chile. All right? Oh, Bula. Bula. We got people from Fiji as well. It is 535 in the beautiful islands of Fiji. What a spectacular place. Bula. Man, I love going around the world on these shows. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Uh, Grant International. That's what we ought to call the show. You're exactly right. Grant International. I don't know who I would start over Murray. I'm just saying it's an idea. Jerry thought that Trey Lyles should start. Uh, maybe, maybe he needs to go into the starting lineup. All right? Somebody's funny. It's 936 in Fair Oaks. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Well, guess what? It's 1236 in South Florida. How's that for you? In the morning. Okay. Just so we can, you know, make sure that we're all on the same page here. All right. Ryan, sorry, buddy, that uh, I guess a couple of people on the stream said they could hear you, but I couldn't, so I apologize. It is a big win tonight, but I'm looking at the big picture. You know? Just the way it is. We're not going to change the subject. I see your message, but we're only going uh, basketball tonight. But thank you very much. All right? Thank you very much. All right, again, the uh, Kings with a thrilling finish. Thrilling. 127 to 126. And we are great. Miami sports vibes. How are you, Nando? You know? How are you, buddy? Let me see where Nando is here. Let me get his message up on the screen. They're coming at me fast and furious. I can barely get them up on the screen. What's up, Nando? Sorry about your Dolphins. What did I tell you before the season started? Not that I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth. I said we weren't going to talk NFL, but Nando's, you know, 
his podcast on the Miami sports scene. I got to get him on here. It's good stuff. Told you that that stretch would be a real issue for them. Absolutely. All right, again, 127 to 126. All right, 127 to 126. What an absolute finish tonight for the Sacramento Kings. Got to be in the office tomorrow in Wisconsin, huh? Well, you know what? Stay with me for a couple more minutes. I know one thing. You're inside. You're in Wisconsin. It's the end of December. I know you're not outside very much, you know? Absolutely. And I would agree with Mike Brown. It is who finishes. And I have always said that as well. I'm just saying, you know, at some point, you have to look at every aspect of your team. And I don't think the team's playing very well right now. That's my point. I'm not... I, I'm not impressed with how the team's playing. I'm sorry. You know, m- maybe I'm uh, looking at this differently than a lot of other people. I, I'm not that impressed with how the Kings are playing right now. And I don't just look at one win and say, oh my God, everything's great. No, not everything is not great. I look at the big picture. I look at the big picture. And the big picture is this team has not played well in the homestand. And they didn't play well tonight. I'm sorry. I'm not impressed with a team that gave up 75 points to a team without two starters and has to fight and scratch and claw to win the game at the end. I'm just not. Forgive me. And you want to call me negative? Call me negative. You know me. I speak from the heart. I speak the truth. Their D does get an F. Their D is pathetic. All right? Brad Miller lives in the area. I'm not that impressed with Brad Miller being in the house, Rich. All right, 127 to 126. Sacramento wins it. Again, the big picture. You think the Kings are playing well right now? Because I don't. You know? I don't. I'm sorry. I just don't. You know, I'm, this game does not just erase the fact that the Kings are not playing well right now. Been a while. You know? been a while since we've seen the Kings play a consistent game. Spot on. Kings haven't played 48 minutes of solid basketball in a while. I would agree with that. It has been a while. Same old Grant. Truth, sir. I miss it. Well, I only know one way to do it. I only know one way. All right? I only know one way. I speak the truth. I speak from the heart. And I tell you exactly how I'm feeling. Wow, how about this? It is 34 degrees in Wisconsin. Man, you got to be walking around in your shorts and your short sleeve shirt, don't you? Little t-shirt, little shorts. Take the little dog for a walk outside. Man, that's balmy. Beautiful job. Beautiful, beautiful job. Fox had a great game tonight. He really did. I mean, 31 points, 13 assists. He was really good. He was really, really good. So I'm happy. All right, I'm going to try one more time with Ryan in Sacktown, see if we, if, you know, a little better. Ryan, let's try it again, buddy. Can you hear me? Yeah, you got me, Grant. I got you loud and clear, man. Great to have you on the stream. We're, we've got a yeah. great crowd tonight. Uh, what was it like being at the game? It was great. The crowd was pumped up into the game. Uh, we left at halftime. And, uh, yeah, everybody was into it and caught the uh, tail end of the G-Man's call. And it was fun time. Physical, physical game down low, though. They were playing yeah. hard. So you missed the, the finish uh, being there. But full house again tonight. I, the first half, though, watching the defense had to be very alarming, sitting there watching it. Yeah, it was. It, it, in fact, it was right in front of us. Uh, we were like, okay, this could be a very, very long night. Um, they were getting whatever they wanted. 
but um, you know, they still found a way to kind of stay in there being a little bit more physical and they changed things up in the third quarter and fourth quarter specifically um, got some big stops that they needed to uh, get over the top. Ryan, we all were waiting to see, okay, what would Sabonis look like? I didn't really see any difference in Sabonis tonight. I mean, 31 points, 10 rebounds, five assists. I'm sure you were, you know, specifically zeroing in on him from where you were sitting. Did you see any difference? Um, Not really. No, he was willing to, in situations where it's a split decision, like go for a block, he's throwing both hands straight up and not trying to protect that hand. But then there are some other times like on the roll, if the ball's coming to him on the right side of the court, he is trying to kind of slow that ball down on the catch with his left hand as opposed to the injured right hand. So he did do uh, that a couple of times. Listen, I'm going to let you explain. You have a young son, and I'm, I would assume that's why you left at half. Am I correct or no? Yes, that is okay. correct. Uh, okay. we, had, we had to leave at half because of him. All right. So uh, there you go. You know, don't get off Ryan's case. All right. He's not a fair weather fan. He's a no. devoted, crazy fan. I mean, fair weather would be the last thing I would say. You know what I'm saying? So um, I tell you this, though. Can I share a couple of stories with you? Like, yeah, yeah. I start. I started going to uh, sporting events with my father and brother when I was three. And when I was, I think, five or six, we were going to a Giants Cowboys game in December. And he had said, before we left the house, you got two pairs of socks. Make sure you have two pairs of socks. So I get to the game and I guess, you know, I don't remember this, but I guess I'm complaining about how cold my feet were sitting at the bleachers at Yankee Stadium watching the Giants and the Cowboys. My dad took off his socks, put them on my feet, okay, and watched the game without any socks on and his shoes. And now, and he said, now shut up and watch the game. Okay. We, we never left the game early, just so you know. All right. Is that, <laughs> is that bad parenting by Mr. Burton Apier or what? <laughs> or is that good parenting? No, that is great parenting. Yeah. That is great parenting by Mr. Burton Apier. Uh, no, I had to be dragged out of the building. Trust me. I did not. <laughs> you had to be dragged <laughs> out of the building. It was huh? out of my control. <laughs> Oh, if I was wearing God. socks, I would have kicked them to the little man. <laughs> uh, you so, know what? Uh, That's beautiful. Oh, my God. Beautiful. All right. Uh, hey, I want to let everyone know that we're also uh, brought to you by Fosters and Paws. They are a group of animal advocates. Uh, they work primarily with dogs and shelters. They also do great work with young people, teaching them the benefit uh, and really lifelong benefits of being uh, an owner of a pet and I love what they do. I love what they're all about. Check out their website. They're looking for fosters. They're looking for adopters. You go to fostersandpaws.org slash adopt. Grant and Ryan right here on a happy, happy postgame show. The Kings yes, steal the game. All right. And I'm sorry. They steal the game. There's no other way to describe this. 127 to 126. A win's a win. But I'm looking at the big picture. I'm still concerned with what I'm seeing from this team right now. Yeah, absolutely, Grant. I don't know what the chat's been like so far on the show and your thoughts, but uh, one point in particular that I was looking at is the four position and whether or not Trey Lyles fits better right now in this situation rather than Keegan Murray. I agree. And, and um, to me, there there is a solid argument there with what he can do on the boards and shoot the three um, in supporting Sabonis if he continues to play through this injury. I think you're spot on with that. I think you're spot on. He was plus 13 tonight, 24 minutes. How about his rebounding? 
You know, he played 24 minutes. He had nine rebounds tonight. Murray played 21 minutes and has two rebounds. Rebounding is a big part of the game, and Keegan Murray has not been rebounding at all. So it's an issue, you know, it's an issue. All right, we got you frozen again on the stream, so I'm going to put you back in the audience and see if we can get you uh, re-going here. But thank you very much for chiming in, Rhino. I really appreciate that. Um, again, I, I'm looking at the big picture, 127 to 126. And I love Keegan Murray, too. Don't get me wrong. I'm not down on Keegan Murray. I'm not saying trade the kid. All I'm saying is, you know, he needs to play better. That's all I'm saying. You know, and I, I'm not impatient. Okay. I'm not being impatient. This is not little league basketball here. Okay. You know, you got to go out and win games. They won a game tonight, but I thought they were very lucky to win tonight. All right. So I, I, that's how I'm feeling. All right. You know, we always talk uh, on all the streams, people want to chime in on the announced team and that's fine. You know, that's part of what we do here on the post game show. And I, I hear that a lot. I hear that a lot. All right, let's get to uh, some more folks on the chat line. Grant, thanks for telling these people what's up and being realistic of how badly they actually played and stole the game. Well, they did. And they didn't play well against Charlotte. They didn't play well against Washington. Okay? they. I thought they uh, – okay, you tell me, Kings fans. I was more impressed with Sacramento last night than I was tonight. And last night they lost. And tonight they won, you know, and here's another good point. The Nuggets went three and one with four games in six days. And that's why Murray didn't play tonight. Okay. The Kings were the benefit of the schedule tonight, which is going to happen during the season, but you're absolutely correct. All right. You are absolutely correct. You know, I like Rashawn Holmes and I thought he played very, very well, Nando. Uh, and he fell out of rotation with Mike Brown. So I, I don't know what to say. You know, he did play 10 minutes tonight. I thought he was really good when he got to Sacramento. He was really good with Phoenix. So we'll see. You know, I could see him being on the move, you know, at the trade deadline. I'll tell you this, Nando, you know who he'd be perfect for? He would be absolutely perfect in Miami. He, I, I, They would love him in Miami. If I were the, If I were the Heat, I would go after him in a heartbeat, you know? The Nuggets were exhausted. Part of the NBA, Elmo. I agree with you. I think that's part of the reason why they were outscored the way they were in the fourth quarter. So, yes, you know. Matt, hope you're well, too. Played against uh, your son when he was at Granite Bay. I played at Del Campo. Thank you very much, Matt. Appreciate that. Actually, it was Eldorado Hills, but I understand. Um 127 to 126, looking at the box score, looking at everything else. You know, my thoughts on Davion Mitchell's defense, A+. plus, A+. plus. And, you know, on a night where he played 21 minutes and doesn't score, his defense helped win the game. His defense helped win the game. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. Nando, I'm telling you right now, Eric Spolster would love Rashawn Holmes. I am, you can take that to the bank. You know who else would love Rashawn Holmes? Jimmy Butler. Because Rashawn would go out with a lot of dog in him the same way as Butler. So I think he'd be perfect for Miami. I think his role would be absolutely perfect. Sea Dog, what's going on, buddy? Much better Fox assist tonight. What a difference when Sabonis is on the floor. 
screen and roll, everything else. Good job, Sea Dog. You're right on. You know, I'm not worried about how Sabonis feels tomorrow. You know, I'm really not. Um, I'm really not. And the reason for that is this is the way it's going to be every game for a while. You can't worry about how he's going to feel the next morning. You worry about whether he can be effective when he's on the floor. He's going to go through discomfort. He's going to get hit on the thumb and he's going to have to deal with pain and everything else. Okay. So, and by the way, I'm not starting a Rashawn Holmes. Oh, Grant Napier said the Kings are trading him to Miami. I'm just telling Mr. Nando from Miami sports vibes and check out his, uh, Twitter handle and everything else. Just check it out. Miami sports vibes. He does a great job covering the Miami sports scene. He really does. Good, good question here about Kevin Herter. I don't know what's going on with Herter. Not playing well. Only played 18 minutes again tonight. Two of five floor, two of four line. I don't know if he's being bothered by uh, an injury that the Kings are not really disclosing or he has an ailment that he's not really telling uh, the management and the trainers, but he's going through a slump. You know, he's going through a slump right now. And that's part of the reason why the Kings aren't playing well right now. So... You know, if you think the Kings are playing well right now, I'd love to hear from you on this message. I don't think they're playing well at all. I'm sorry. I'm looking at their body of work over five games. You know, I just don't see it. I don't see it. My pleasure, Nando. Happy New Year to you, my friends. I'm really proud of everything you've done and are doing. You know, you're a guy that started with, um, well, I guess you came on my show when I had you on for Grant's Rant. And then I did a podcast with Nando and I just am so happy for all the job and the great job and the notoriety and all the fans that you're getting to follow you down in Miami. It's a process, my friend. I know, you know, it's taken me quite a while to get to this point, you know, with all the various platforms. But now, you know, again, last week for the Lakers game, I had 22,000 people watching uh, on the stream. So it's all good, you know. Well, thank you, Tyler. You should love Sabonis more than you love me if you're a Kings fan. But thank you very much because I'm not going to be able to help the Kings win. Okay, I'm not. All right, let's see if I can get back to Rhino uh, here. Buddy, you uh, froze up there for a bit. Are you back with me? Yeah, should be. See, that's what happens when you don't have heat in your house. You know, your internet cables and everything <laughs> else, they freeze. You know what I'm saying? You know what? Yeah, you're probably right. My first thought was Jerry Reynolds broke in here and took my <laughs> equipment, so I had to double check that. But we're good. We're good. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is great. Oh, man. Um. Well, so you know we were what, talking you know, Lyles. Yeah, go ahead. We cut off. What, what, what were your thoughts on Trey Lyles and what's everybody been saying about looking at that? They think that he'd be, yeah, they, they absolutely. But, you know, Mike Brown's got a much better feel for this team than I do. I'm just bringing sure. it up. I, I think Keegan Murray, his inconsistency is what's an issue for me right now. You don't know what you're going to get from night to night. That's what, that's what bothers me, his inconsistency. And again, I get he's a rookie. I understand all of that. But this is the NBA, and you need consistency from your starters. And right now, you don't get consistency from him at all. And that's that's the issue. Yeah, it is. And it, we're starting to lean towards the more inconsistent games versus, mm -hmm. you know, the good games where he shoots well and is in double figures uh, for scoring. So, yeah, that's something has to get fixed. All right. Hey, if you are on the stream right now, uh, do me a favor, hit the like button. And if you have not yet subscribed, it would mean the world to uh, me if you would subscribe uh, on my YouTube channel. All right. So hit the subscribe button. 
you'll be aware of everything that I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be doing some more things here coming up in the near future. So would love for you to uh, be a part of that. And again, if you haven't already done so, uh, hit the like button. Grant and Ryan, 127 to 126, the final. Three players really carried the load offensively. It was Sabonis, it was Fox, and Monk off the bench. And uh, you know, the Kings don't win without that. They get a break tonight, playing a t- tired Denver team without, you know, Murray, uh, without Gordon, but that's part of the schedule. Now you move on and get ready for a Jazz team that lost against Golden State. You know, isn't it amazing how good Golden State is, Ryan, at home compared to the where they are on the road? I'm going to read the split here for you yeah. for, the, for the Golden State Warriors. I don't recall in my years of covering the NBA, which is 32, Seeing a disparity like this, Golden State is fifteen and two at home, and they're three and sixteen on the road. How about that? That's a huge split. I mean, you maybe see seven, eight game splits. We have one go, one of those going right now with us yep. at home. But um, yeah, no, that's huge, especially for a team like that. When you talk about consistency, I know this year has been a little bit different for them with everything going on and injuries. But yeah, I mean, they're they're road warriors usually. I mean, that's what's very odd about it. Well, I'll tell you how big this win was. The Kings are now sixth. Had they lost this game, all right, they would have they would have fallen to ninth. Okay, so that's how big each and every win is. And now you have the Jazz. The Jazz come in to wrap up the year, and they're nineteen and eighteen, and they've lost two in a row. And I have a feeling that game's going to go right down to the wire as well. Absolutely, whether Sabonis plays in it or not. Uh, yep. that's that's going to be a hard-fought one. Jazz are going to be looking to get out of that two-game streak, and the Kings are going to be looking to add on. And, you know, mm-hmm. it, to, to me, if the Kings go 3-3 three and three on this homestand, fly the team to Vegas, go all in on whatever it is, I think uh, green on the roulette table, because it was not looking that way. It will be a miracle if they pull Z- that off. Zakara, I'm not insinuating that the team is not disclosing an injury. That's not the point. I was trying to make the point I was trying to make is sometimes players have a uh, for whatever reason they wake up and this part of their body is sore or that part of the body is sore and they go through their treatment and you know they don't really tell it's not really an injury but it's still affecting their performance the Kings are not covering up an injury that wasn't the point I was trying to make the point I'm trying to make is that These athletes take a lot of pounding on their body, both in games and at practice. And, you know, sometimes you have a couple of days where this is bothering you or that's bothering you. Not anything to keep you off the floor, but it affects how you play. It's not an injury that's disclosed on the injury report. It's just part of being a professional athlete. That's the point I was trying to make. Yeah, grand, exactly. I mean, there's going to be bumps and bruises. I mean, they're also doing weight training during the season. You know, things happen that don't elevate to that level. When you play 82 pro games, you're going to have a little bit of tread on the yep. tires. A little bit and Laurie Markkinen is going to give the Kings problems, but so Sabonis is going to give the Jazz problems. So, you know, it goes both ways. But, you know, again, let's just talk about the Kings. They yep. get the big victory. They stole this game tonight. Again, I'm, I'm not going to say it any other way. They absolutely stole the game tonight, 127 to 126. They started the game as bad as you can start a game. Denver shot 71% in the first quarter. The Kings were horrible in the first half. Um, you know, again, I'm sorry. You, you I'm, I'm going to look at the big picture again. I'm always looking at the big picture. Denver played without their starting point guard and without their starting power forward. And right. yet in their first three quarters, they were able to score 40, 
35 and 30 points respectively. You know what that tells me? It tells me the Kings defense sucks. That's what it tells me. And I don't care about Nikola Jokic being an MVP. I don't care about any of that. Okay, when you are playing a team without their starting point guard and their starting power forward, and you allow them to score 40, 35, and 30 on your floor when they're playing their third game in four nights, I'm sorry, that doesn't impress me. And I'm looking at the big picture. You think you're going to go on the road and beat Memphis playing like this? You think you're going to go into Salt Lake City and beat the Jazz on their floor playing like this? Well, I got news for you. You're not, okay? And you're not going to go in and win games on the road, okay, against good teams playing like this. You're not going to be able to beat teams on your home floor playing like this. So, you know, the Jazz, by the way, are 12-5 and on their home floor, and you play them in their building next week. So, you know, my point is very simple. You better be playing a hell of a lot better than you've played on this homestand. There's nothing that's happened on this homestand. Ryan, I made this point when you were off uh, for a few minutes. Yeah. I was more impressed with the Kings last night than I was tonight. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that's an absolutely fair point, Grant. I mean, they had to scramble and put it together. And short of shooting poorly from the three-point line, that was a win. That, that mm-hmm. could have easily been yep. a win. Yep. Um, this one... You know, you can't say Sabonis, you know, turned the tables per se. On, and he had a great game. Don't get me wrong. But they pulled this one out. They did not lead until very late into the fourth quarter. And they talked and they had that slow start that we talked about on your three o'clock show, right? In the yeah. first quarter, we get down, down, and the defense just, I don't know. We're, Grant, we're getting so deep into the season. What mm-hmm. changes? You know, offenses are only going to tighten and ratchet up. What can the Kings theoretically change at this point on defense? Is they it can't. a mental? They're, they're, that's right. They are who they are. They're not going to change. Yeah. You're absolutely right. You know what? I did say a win is a win. But you see, you're looking at this game differently than I am, Martin. I'm not looking at this game as a, like, oh, wow, the Kings are back. I'm looking at this as one of 82, and I'm looking at five-game increments. And I'm looking at right now, tonight was the third game in, the, in this five-game stage. Washington was a horrible performance, okay? Last night, I thought they played well, and they, they lost. Tonight, I didn't think they played well other than for seven or eight minutes, and they won. So what am I going to take from this five games that I saw? What, what, what about the previous five games? They lost to a Charlotte team that was worst in the Eastern Conference. They won at Detroit second worst team in the Eastern Conference. They beat Toronto, good win. And the two mm-hmm. games before that, they lost, okay, against the Knicks at Madison Square Garden and got embarrassed again in Philadelphia. Back-to-back horrible games, one of those games without the Aaron Fox. So if you want to look mm-hmm. at a 10-game increment instead of a five-game increment, you tell me, are you happy with the way the Kings are playing? Because I don't think they're playing very well right now. They're not playing anywhere near the way they were playing, in my opinion, four weeks ago. I think they were playing much better four weeks ago than they are now. I think they were playing much better at the beginning of December than they are at the end of December. That's the point I'm trying to make because fans have a tendency, and I've done this before with the Kings fans. You you all are so passionate and you love your team so much and you're so crazy about your team, you put too much in an individual game. When they win, you put too much into it, and when they lose, you put too much into it. In other words, you make too much out of one 48-minute game. Don't do that. Look at five-game increments, and that will tell you how your team is playing. And right now, I'm sorry, I don't think the Kings are playing very well. No, they're not, Grant. It, you you named all the games. It, it goes back to the middle of the road trip, the six-game road trip. 
they did not play good basketball and it is carried over. You know, the they got lucky with an AD injury where they came out and beat the Lakers. They've lost those two other games that we talked about that were absolute stinkers. And here's the problem. They have been in or they have been consistently inconsistent for at least a 10 game stretch at this point. So, you know, we're getting big wins, but we're losing games that we should win. And that's kind of the King's MO at this point. And we thought we were past that because they, they were playing very well up until that road trip. You know, I don't have a good enough sample size on Jordy Fernandez's rotations more than Mike Brown. I mean, you know, a lot of rotations are based on matchups when you have a scouting report. So it's very difficult to look at two games against the same opponent and talk about rotations. Because again, rotations very often are dependent on who you're playing against. So it's very difficult for me to make that type of an observation over a 24-hour period. But I thought he coached very well in both games. I will say that. Yeah, no, I thought he coached well. The rotations, specifically tonight, you could see the adjustments that were made with Lyles playing a little bit more, um, and they saw what worked. So I think that had an influence. But ultimately, he's talking to Coach Brown. And so there's a game plan that's in place. They're always a game ahead. So we'll see. I mean, he he seems to be a great assistant coach, assistant head coach possibly at this point if he's taking the realms when Brown's gone. Uh, I think Ryan and I met. He was a big fan. He's a huge fan of the Jim Rome show. He's a clone, and I used to fill in all the time for Romy, and I think kind of interacted with Ryan there and both on my show in Sacramento, and then he reached out to me, and the rest is history, right? Isn't that pretty much it? That's pretty much it, yeah. Where where's Romy on vacation these days? I saw him post a picture from a beach somewhere. Where is he? Do you know? Did he say there, where he's at? Yeah, he's in Mexico right now. Oh, he is. Okay. So, yeah, gotcha. Mexico is for Christmas, and then a lot of time in Wisco uh, when yeah, he I takes do. the two week breaks. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I, I hope that he's flying on a private jet, or he, he may he may be off the air for the next three weeks. <laughs> yeah, right. Not you know? a bad place to be stuck, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, I. I, I I don't, I don't think that uh, the folks uh, at uh, the network will be very appreciative of him if uh, he can't get back to work, that's for sure. But I don't think we have to worry about Romy. I think when it's time they be back, he'll be back. You know what I mean? Oh my yeah. yeah. Or they'll just bring the show to him. He'll be sitting on the beach doing the uh, show. Yeah, yeah. But that, that works too, you know? That works yeah. too. He's really insane. appreciate uh, everybody on the chat. Uh, thank you very much. Looking forward to uh, Utah and 2023. Uh, Happy New Year to you, Robert. Happy New Year to you as well. All right, so here we are. Three games yep. back over 500. One game yep. left in 2022 against the Jazz, and these are games that are huge because you're right next to them in the standings, and they count as two games. And right now, the Jazz have three more losses. This is this is a huge game for the Kings coming up to end the year. This Now, this game coming up, figure out any way to win this game, Send the Jazz four games back in a loss column of you. That would be very big. Big, huge, absolutely huge. And it not must win at this point in the season. No. But uh, just for the big. team morale, yeah. it, with coming off of the way they have been playing, coming off a big win tonight, that would be massive to see that being lit one more time before they hit the road for Memphis. All right. Uh, great, great stuff. Uh, cannot thank you all enough. I'll tell you what, New Year's Eve, I'm going to do it. I'm going to come right back here. I'm too old to be going out and celebrating anyway. New Year's Eve right here. Who better to celebrate New Year's Eve 
than with the loyal Sacramento Kings fans, not only in Sacktown, but around the world. So here's the deal. That's right. I I will actually be in 2023 uh, when I do the show. Does the game start at 7 o'clock Pacific time? I think it does. And then I think it's 7. And then we'll have other people from around mm-hmm. the world that will have already celebrated the new year too, like Vietnam and Australia. You know, Australia, boy, they, boom, that ball drops real so, quick. Yeah. You know what I mean? So down under, we can, I love that. I absolutely love that. You know, um, you all are amazing. I can't believe how many people we got Fiji, we got Chile, we got Australia, we got Vietnam tonight. I mean, it's freaking awesome, is it not? Awesome. That's, yeah, that's so cool. And we're learning so much from all of you, too. It, it's great. Uh, what, what's the line for Bula? It's uh, uh, Bula. And then if you Bula. want to say thank you, you say Vinaka. All right, so here's what I'm going to do. Vinaka. I'm going to start something. Okay, you know how much I love to travel, right? Yep. All right, this is what I'll do. This is a crazy idea. This is for 2023. Okay. If, if we can figure out a way to get the airlines to donate tickets or we can raise money, I will go to Brisbane and I'll do a show with the Kings nice. fan in Brisbane. I will then fly to Vietnam and I'll do a show with uh, Vietnam. From Vietnam, I'll go to Fiji, okay? Or actually, you know what? I take that back. I'll go from Australia to Fiji because it's only four hours, three hours. Uh-huh. So I'll, I'll go to Fiji. I'll do a King show from Fiji. And then I'll hit all of our fans over in Europe and I'll do a show there. I'll go around the world. I'll do all of my listen app shows from wherever, wherever I'm at with guests, whoever's I'm visiting. Then I'll yeah. do a YouTube show. All right. I'll do a YouTube show from wherever I'm at, regardless of what time it is. If I have to get up at four in the morning, I don't care. I'll whatever the case may be. And I'll just go around the, Oh, wait a minute. I got to go to, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let, let's get this going here. Greetings from Lithuania. You're darn right. I'm going Lithuania. to Lithuania. Absolutely. And you know what? I'm hoping uh, that I can see some of my buddies from Lithuania. So, yeah, yeah, I like that. I absolutely like that. Good job right there. Man. Grant, Grant you better be careful. You know what happened last time. <laughs> Everybody came through. Hey, listen, so, I, I'm, I, you, know, you know what? I will do this in a heartbeat. If we could get right. the funds or the airline, whatever, I will do this. I will do this. Okay? Okay. I'll do this. Yeah. Okay. Everybody hear that? We there will be more on this in the days to come. I can promise you. I mean, I'll do it. How All much right. are those tickets, Grant? Well, you know, on the long flights, I'm not flying coach. On the short, like Australia to Fiji, I don't have any problem flying coach. All right. But if I'm going from like, uh, you know, the United States to Vietnam, I'm not flying coach. All right. So, you know, I'm a little spoiled. I'm old. I'm 63. I'm 62. Okay. So I'm just putting it out there. But on the short legs, like, you know, if I go from even, um, uh, I'm trying to think that, you know, the legs that are uh, six hours or less, I'll fly economy. Anything over six hours, I got to be pumped up. All right. Is that fair? You know, I think that's fair. I yeah. mean, you are six, six, two. I'm so, six two. I mean, yeah, that's, you need some leg room. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So absolutely. Uh, logistically, it'd be easier to go to Fiji, Australia, Vietnam than Europe. No, but you see, I'm going and I, I agree with you. We go from the United States uh, to Fiji, 10 hours from LAX right into Fiji. I don't know what island our listeners are on, but I'll go wherever, whatever island they're on. Then from Fiji to Australia, three to four hours, no problem. Then Australia to Vietnam, you know, probably fly nonstop into Da Nang or Ho Chi Minh City, 
from Australia. That's that's a little bit more lengthy, but I, that would be a business class ticket. And then Vietnam to Europe, that's a long flight. All right, uh, that that would be a long flight. I'd have to make a connection. Uh, you know, wherever maybe I make a connection to uh, through Hong Kong and then go nonstop into London or whatever the case may be, or I can go down through wherever. I'm not going to China right now. I'm not going to China. And I love China and I've been there twice, both in 2004 and 2014. And I love the country. I'm not going anywhere near China right now. You know, not doing it. Let's get Fiji Airways on it. They got a beautiful planes. I'm all on that. Yeah, we get, I'll, I'll promote the hell out of Fiji Airways. They're great. They got these brand new planes. They're beautiful. Uh, they, they, they do a great job. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to roll. Yeah, I would do that in a heartbeat. <laughs> Look at Absolutely. you. You're, you're ready to get your suitcase out right now, Napes. Yeah, I'll go to Brisbane, Carl. Carl, you let me know. I'm there, and I'll do a show from your place, or we'll go to a restaurant somewhere. They got As long as they have good internet, we'll set up. And you have other Kings fans there. We'll get them all together in Brisbane. Or if you have other fans in Australia, they can make the trip to Brisbane. We'll have a big party, you know, at a restaurant. Again, I got to have good internet, and I'll do the show right there. How freaking cool would that be? An international trip with the Kings fans. Can you imagine how many people we'd have on our stream? Oh, it'd be unreal. You, you would probably blow the stream, to be honest with you. Yeah. Especially if yeah. we promoted it. You know, yeah. come to think of it, I have a guy in Brisbane that yep. uh, owns a gym and a restaurant. So, yep. yeah. I know. Cathay Pacific is awesome. I've been on it many, many times. Love Cathay Pacific. Uh, fly direct from Sacramento. Hey, James, what kind of cocktails have you been having tonight? <laughs> Are we really having this conversation? James is drunk on a King's win, not cocktails. King's Wow. James flying direct from Sacramento direct to Fiji. Yeah, if I got my own airplane but I don't have my own airplane, you know? That would be sick, Grant, absolutely. Happy New Year from Argentina. Congratulations on that big World Cup win, George. That's pretty awesome. Argentina, wow. You're in Buenos Aires? Where are you in Argentina? I want to go there, and I want to check it out, you know? What would you think about that uh, World Cup uh, game-winning call by the uh, announcer? It's pretty amazing, pretty amazing. You know what good, I like huh? the most? I like the fact that his analyst stood out step yeah. aside and let him have the whole moment to himself. I thought that was great. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Great point. Yeah, absolutely. Um, thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. Maybe I'll go, you know, Nando, you got to come down to Miami and we got to hang out and uh, we'll go to a game. All right. How's that sound? Someone says I have family in Fiji, Fiji and Brisbane. I could hook you up. Sounds good. Appreciate that. Hey. I, I like that. I'm serious, man. If we could get the funds, I would literally take this show around the world and hit all of these places where we have the most Kings fans abroad and we will do it. All right. I will do it. This would be great. It would be great. Absolutely what, if, great. what if you could time it to kick off the first, assuming we do it after the all-star break pre-game show, pre and post game shows. Yeah. On tour. Carl Pick says he's only in Australia until the 12th. I could do it before then. Um, yeah, we could do it, you know? Seriously. Yeah, I, I saw all the, the – did you see the parade they had in Argentina? They had to take the players off the buses and put them in choppers. Yeah, it was nuts. It was Sick. absolutely nuts. Yeah, absolutely. Whole different level of fandom. Uh, would I travel to Mexico City to do the show? Sure. I love Mexico City. Played the Celtics there a couple of years ago. If we have uh, Kings fans uh, in Mexico City that want to get together 
and have uh, a good time, I'd go to Mexico City. Absolutely. And you can fly, you know, from Mexico City to a lot of places in the world. So, yeah, absolutely. No question. Amazing. Wow. All right. So, um, someone, let's get back to the game. Is anyone yeah. concerned that Sabonis injures this thumb more? He doesn't look like it's bothering him too much, but if he hurts it, we're done. Yeah, well, that's part of the risk, you know. That's part of the risk. So, we'll see what happens, you know. But, oh, man. Good hit up Cancun. I can't go everywhere. I can't go to every freaking place in the world. Okay. I mean, you're killing me over here. Of course I would go to Cancun. You know? I mean, you want me to go everywhere. I can't go everywhere. I mean, I gotta pick out like I gotta go like six or seven places and you know, just do it. And we gotta make sure that it's promoted. You've got to get people that are other Kings fans to come and we'll get together. And can you imagine how awesome it would be? Hey, everybody, it's Grant Napier, and I'm in Brisbane, Australia, and you got a bunch of Kings fans behind you with the gear on, chanting Go Kings and everything else. That'd be freaking be awesome. Amazing. You know? be absolutely amazing. All right. So, all right. I, I think that it's time to go to the drawing board. Yep. It is time. Right. Yep. So, hey, buddy, I rally appreciate you. Fans. Uh, yes. Thanks for your effort tonight I, I, with the uh, internet. I'm glad that we were able to chat with you, and uh, I will look forward to doing – uh, listen app tomorrow, Sean Salisbury will get us to the NFL weekend and the college football playoffs. We'll talk with Sean yes, on sir. Friday uh, as well. Uh-oh, Phuket, Thailand. How many Kings fans are in Phuket? Phuket mm. is awesome, Michael. I've been there twice. Love Phuket. Phenomenal, phenomenal area. Yeah, you'd have no problem. <laughs> I would do a show in Phuket in a, in a heartbeat. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. International. Light the beam. Yes, indeed. Light the beam all over the freaking world. Rhino, good job today, buddy. I'll talk to you later. All right. Sounds good, Grant. See ya. Good stuff right there from Ryan in Sacktown. What do you think? Let's take this show abroad. Let's go around the world. Let's do it. You know, that's a good point. Where is the Concord when I need it? You know? Yeah, my Christmas rants, that was good. Yeah, good old Concord. All right. That's going to do it, everyone. Appreciate the heck out of everybody. The Kings win in a thrilling fashion. Next up, the Jazz, New Year's Eve, and I'll be here right after the game. All right? If you don't like that, with Grant Napier. Speaking of that, oh, if you don't like that, you don't like Kings basketball. Oh, boy. Make it a great evening. So long, everybody. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.